This is The Switch, finding solutions to support sustainable living and combat climate change at the individual level. Brought to you by the Fur Bearers. I'm Mike Howie, and I am talking with uh, Anouk Hodeman of Safe Wings Ottawa about bird collision prevention and rescue. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Anouk. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Could we start out and talk a little bit about what the issue is? Are, are bird collisions really a big deal in urban and suburban areas? Uh, yeah, bird collisions are a problem everywhere. Uh, people often think it's a problem with high rises, with birds crashing into the windows there, but in fact, uh, residences and low-rise buildings are responsible for the vast majority. Uh, about 54% of collisions are at low-rise buildings and 44% of them mm -hmm. at uh, homes, at residences. So there's only a very small number that are at uh, the big buildings. And that, that does seem surprising. What kind of volume are we talking about? Again, I think that's it's difficult to really conceptualize how many birds are dying or being injured due to collisions every year. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the most recent studies estimate that there's about a billion birds per year in North America that die from colliding with glass. That's insane. Um, which is, yeah. And I mean, there's some people who think, well, that might be a bit of a, on the low end. There's people who think it might be on the high end. Uh, but there was also a study that showed that every building with glass probably kills one to 10 birds per year. Yeah. So if you just think of how many houses there are, and then how many office buildings and, you know, strip malls, bus shelters, all those things, uh, even if each one of those is only killing one bird a year. You're going to get to a billion pretty quickly. Yeah, it adds up real fast. And then I think, you know, Queen's Key in Toronto, where it's just a line of, uh, it's almost like soldiers going to war with the lake, but it's condo high rises uh, surrounded mm -hmm. by lower buildings. And I, I couldn't imagine in an area like that or, or in Ottawa, it just seems like it would be an, an incredible volume of birds being injured by this. And I think what's incredible is the solutions that exist are actually pretty straightforward and accessible for people. Uh, could you talk a bit about what uh, most people can do outside of maybe not buying a 90 story glass building? <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, even let's start with the 90 story glass buildings, you know, right there, you can use bird safe design to make those buildings a lot safer for birds by making the glass visible right. by using less glass. Um, you know, a lot of the new homes also are just, you know, floor to ceiling glass everywhere and corner windows. And those are the worst. So so it, it helps to explain the problem of why birds collide with glass. Um, and there's two main reasons. One of them is that they're seeing reflections of their habitat in the glass. Uh, so if they see okay. a reflection of a tree in a window, to them, that's just a tree and they will fly to that tree, um, what they think is a tree, you know, for mm -hmm. shelter, for food, whatever. Uh, they have no idea what glass is because glass is not a natural material. Uh, the other problem is transparency. So if they can see habitat through glass, so that can be trees on the other side of the house or through a corner, it can also be indoor plants or a green wall inside a building. Um, again, birds don't realize that there's an obstacle there between them and what they want to fly towards. Uh, so what you have to do to prevent birds from colliding with the glass is to take away that illusion that they are, you know, flying towards habitat. Uh, and you have to do that by creating a pattern on the glass. It's on the outside of the glass so that it's visible to the birds uh, so that they see the window as an obstacle. And right off the bat, you know, people are probably imagining hawk silhouettes or UV stickers of little leaves or birds or butterflies or whatever that we see quite a lot. And those really are not very effective. 
Um, it's not that they're not going to do anything at all because they might add a bit of visual noise. So the birds might notice it and slow it down. Um, but essentially, if they see something on the glass, they're just going to avoid that obstacle. So if you have one obstacle or a couple of obstacles on the glass, they'll just fly around it. They'll still hit the glass. So you need to have a pattern that's dense enough that it turns that glass into an obstacle for the birds. Um, and it doesn't have to be um, anything that blocks your view. And that's the interesting thing because people worry about, oh, it's going to ruin my view or it's going to look funny. Um, but really the most effective solution that's out there that people can use at home is um, something called feather friendly. And it essentially, it, it, you apply it as, as tape, you peel away the tape and it leaves behind little dots in a two inch grid. Um, and that's amazingly effective at preventing collisions. Uh, and the thing is you don't really notice it. It's like having a screen on your window, you notice it for two minutes and then it just kind of blends into the background. Uh, and to me, it's actually much less visible than having those UV decals or the Hawk silhouettes that are in fact not very effective. So you're much better off going with something that, you know, covers the entire window, but only little bits of it. I mean, we're talking about it's covering, you know, three, four percent of your window. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's really not going to ruin your view at all. And I promise you, you're not going to notice it. Well, one of the things that I like, I, I was saying before we started recording, I really enjoy the safewings.ca website, um, which has a lot of images of what these things look like on under your solutions tab. And as I've mentioned, I think when you hear about this, it's an intimidating, well, I don't want to put stuff all over my window. I don't want to obscure my view. Uh, and again, mm -hmm. especially if we're talking about these really big windows in new homes or condos where people are buying a view, I think there is an immediate, nope, I'm not doing anything to jeopardize one of the main features of this home. But again, I really encourage people to check safewings.ca and look at the solutions, particularly as feather-friendly visual marker tape, because it is, it, it, I think you immediately visualize dots everywhere as if it's a, a, you know, a pop art painting, but they are spread out and they are relatively <laughs> small and they are not a bright color or anything to us uh, from the inside. So you do very much get used to the fact that there's this slight change in what you see, but it doesn't in any way block your ability to see through the glass. Um, and it's not even like being on a bus where they've got the ad over the window. It's, it's not even to that point. It is quite mm -hmm. simple. Um, if folks are looking at these kinds of things, uh, these solutions, is there a good place for them to go and learn more or in terms of looking at alternative solutions? Uh, you know, one of the things on here is oil-based paint markers. And you've got a, a beautiful mm -hmm. design shared on one of them that, again, for me, I, I would pay someone to come and paint this on my back door if I had a window there because it's quite <laughs> lovely to look at, too. Uh, so what are some of those other solutions too? Yeah, so as, as you've seen on our, on our website, uh, oil-based paint markers, and you can make any pattern that you want. You can make little dots, just like the Feather Friendly does. Uh, you can make stripes. You, if you're artistic, you know, draw whatever you want. Um, there's more and more, we're seeing more and more examples of this online as different people are trying this out and seeing what they can do with it. So you could do the same thing temporarily with like tempera paint or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things with feather friendly is that you can only apply it when it's above 10 degrees outside. Mm. So right now, if you have birds that are hitting your windows and you're thinking, I want to do something about this right now, well, you can just use a temporary solution. You can use um, a, a liquid chalk marker mm -hmm. uh, or you can use tempera paint and you can draw a design. Again, you can also apply just regular other types of tape. 
uh, you can use uh, paracord curtains. So there's, uh, there's a link to instructions on how to do this, but you're basically hanging lengths of paracord in front of your window, again, on the, on the outside of the window. Um, and the spacing on that can be up to four inches. And that's because there's usually a little bit of movement plus the shadow of the cords. So yep. that's also going to be effective. Um, and there's other temporary solutions like, you know, putting up cellophane wrapper. I think there's a picture of that on our website, somebody who did that. Um, and it's funny because the picture also shows a silhouette of a hawk on that same window yeah. uh, that she first put up and it didn't work. So she just went to the dollar store and got some cellophane wrapping paper and taped it up temporarily uh, until she could do something more permanent and uh, it works really well and it looks great too again i think you can really use it as a design piece in your home as well uh, particularly for animal mm -hmm. lovers and nature lovers and of course one of the other aspects of what safe wings ottawa does is uh the research prevention and rescue so if folks do come across birds in the ottawa region who have been injured they can reach out to uh, safewings.ca but is there anything else folks need to know about uh, the importance of getting involved in a project like this? So first of all, I do like to emphasize that, you know, treating windows, like if you've had one bird hit your window, that you know, that's one that you noticed. Most collisions go unnoticed. So if you have a window where one or two birds have died, there's probably far more than being affected. You just haven't seen them because they flew off and they died somewhere else or they got taken by a predator or a scavenger. Uh, so anything that people can do to make their own homes safer for birds is huge. Um, also, if you work in a place where there's collisions, you know, you can talk to the owner, you can talk to the property manager. Um, organizations like Safe Wings, but also Flap Canada can give advice on how to retrofit the buildings and to solve the problem. Uh, and one of the most important things there is, you know, if you do notice a collision, is to take note of it. With Safe Wings, we actually collect statistics on collisions. Uh, so does FLAP in Toronto. Uh, and there's, you know, around, you know, you can, you can report any collision on the FLAP mapper, in fact. Um, and the more we know about when collisions are happening and what types of birds are involved, um, the more we have um, evidence to be able to push for solutions. People often hear that, well, if a bird hit your window, put it in a box, wait for a couple of hours. If it flies away, great. Well, I hate having to tell people that, but that's just not true. That bird is probably going to just die somewhere else. Um, because most birds, when they hit glass, at the very least, they have a concussion. Uh, the the uh, impacts of, of that collision may only show up later. So, you know, there's concussion, but they can have all kinds of other internal injuries. Um, they can have internal bleeding, they can have fractures, they can have neurological problems. A lot of birds will uh, injure their eyes. And if these things aren't treated, birds will die of those injuries. They will also be easy prey. So it's really important if you do see a bird that's hit a window, don't assume it's fine. Don't assume it's just resting. Get it secure in a box or in a paper bag that's closed. Don't let it get away. Call a rehabber. Uh, if you can possibly get such a bird to a rehabber, that uh, is probably going to save its life. Um, we can save about 65% of the birds that we get in from, from window collisions. So it's another reason for folks to locate and uh, uh, work with their local wildlife rehabilitators wherever they are. Um, and we do love them so very much. So I'm going to encourage folks to go to safewings.ca to learn more about this uh, and hopefully have folks reach out and get involved in Ottawa or uh, protect their windows and the birds nearby. So Anouk, I want to thank you for joining us. All right. Well, thanks for having me on. Want to learn more about this week's episode and how your choices can benefit wildlife and their habitat? 
View the show notes in your app or visit DefenderRadio.com. To learn more about the Fur Bearers, visit TheFurBearers.com or find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow host Michael Howie on social media with at HowieMichael on Instagram or Defender Radio Podcast on Facebook. Subscribe or follow Defender Radio to get notified about new episodes of The Switch and Defender Radio right on your smart device. Thanks for listening.